Hey guys, welcome to the Confident Man Podcast. I'm so glad you joined me for part two of our conversation with Kyle Carnahan. Last week, we began the conversation. We heard Kyle's story and kind of where he went. He's the founder of Superhuman Fathers, which is a community that helps men who want to transform their lives. It starts with their body, but also it just changes their attitudes and everything about being a man and being a father. Now, Kyle knows about this because he's a father of five. He's been married over 20 years. He's a firefighter, paramedic, and he's been through all the stress and struggle that we go through. In fact, he's still going through it, and he's very honest about it. If you watch his videos or see him on Instagram, you see that Kyle tells you exactly what's going on in his life at every moment. And this is really how Kyle started because he started sharing his journey. He started sharing what he went through when he started getting honest about where he is with his life and how the changes that happened in him could happen to other people. And that's how he started doing Superhuman Fathers, just helping other men go through the transformation that he went through. This week, we go into details of how Kyle, by taking responsibility responsibility in one habit, it became a habit he took responsibility in other areas of his life and how that really transformed everything. Not only how he looks and how he feels, but the relationship he has with his wife, with his children. And then we talk about the power of influence and how every man has a chance to influence others. That as our transformation happens, we can help transform other men. And we also talk a lot about superhuman fathers, what the program is, how we started it, and how it is impacting men's lives across the nation. So enjoy the second part of our conversation with Kyle. Welcome to the Confident Man Podcast, empowering men with the confidence they need to live their adventure. Now, here is your host, David Maxwell. One of the things you did, you started taking responsibility in your physical area. So, so how did that bleed into the other areas of your life, taking just total responsibility in everything you did? How was that process for you coming through it? I think I saw that I was capable. And, and what man does not want to be capable? That's more than great. anything on this planet, we want to feel capable. Like more than anything. Yeah. The feeling of being capable feels great as a man. And so I started to see like, okay, well, if I can do this with my body and I can have the discipline here, why can't I build this business? Because mm-hmm. I know I'm looking around and I'm like, I put, I'll put more effort, more time, more consistently than any of these other guys. So I started to build this confidence in myself. I was like, what if I put that much time, consistency and effort into building a business so that my family could have a better life? Yeah. Started doing that. Wow. Look what happens. Build something amazing just from consistency and dedication. Okay. Well, now how do I do that with my kids? Well, how do I structure these non-negotiables daily so that I build that, you know, and that, that turned into like just spending 10 minutes a day per kid connecting with them, Mm -hmm. giving them my presence and giving them my fire, my energy every single day. So it's compounding effect over time. Yeah. You do that for a year, Mm -hmm. years, five years, you start to have this life that is very different than your average man. When it comes to your bank account, your body, your relationships. Problem is men, they might work on their marriage for like a week and they're like, it doesn't work. Like, bro, you are... You have like three years before you see 
anything come out of this, just so you know, because you've been an asshole for 20. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, (laughs) you've got a lot of making up to do and you have to just trust the process of those that have done it before you. And that's, you know, when people come and join the superhuman father's brotherhood and, and start getting into our coaching, like that's the first thing we talk about is like, you have to trust the process. If you want to have the life that I have and our men have, like, You've got to just follow us and trust. Don't ask questions. Don't negotiate. Just do what we tell you. That's it. That's how I've been following my coaches throughout my life. I just listen to them. What do I need to do? And in my head, I'm like, that doesn't make sense. But I'm like, this guy knows. He has the results. Follow the people that have the results. Do what they say. Don't ask questions. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. Because I think a lot of guys, I love what you said. We we do. I'm going to work on my marriage. So we do a week. And we expect everything to change. You know, yep. it's just like a man. I want to get into shape. So I'm going to sign up for a marathon that's next month. Well, they're not in shape. They haven't got off the couch for years. They go try and run a marathon. They hurt themselves. Yeah. And they, well, that's just not for me. You know, yeah. I can't do yeah. that. I'm not a runner. I'm yeah. just not I'm, a runner. Yeah. And, and you know, and you're just like, okay, dude, you got you to gotta give a little bit more than that. Um, so, so with you... One of the things you said that I really liked was a fire was lit inside of me. Kind of describe that process for you of getting that fire lit. And then, and this I think is more important, how you kept it lit. You didn't just get excited about something. You didn't just, I'm going to work out. And you got ripped and you're like, okay, I'm good. But you kept that fire going for that time. So tell me how it started. And then now, what do you do to kind of keep that fire going in your life? Uh, two things. So we're, we're, before we were recording, we were talking about how my family and I did this 24 hour, uh, fitness challenge, um, with my buddy, Steve Eckert. And, uh, it was a mile run, a hundred pushups, a hundred squat thrusts and a hundred crawl outs for 24 hours. You just do as many rounds as you can. And my, all my kids were with me. Um, my wife was with me and we're about Four hours in and my 11-year-old's starting to get that face. He's like, <laughs> like, and he, he said, I'm really tired. And that's always <laughs> like my trigger. I'm like, hey, buddy, that word, that word will destroy you. Yeah. Yeah. Just so you no. Know, like once you start saying words like that, you're going to fall apart. Yeah. You know, and then I, you know, I mean, I'm, I have a loud personality. So we're outside. So I'm screaming. We don't say. and i grab him by his head and i'm like we go forever my friend you and me put his forehead right here we got this and then you know he's kind of like he's he's starting to like feel a little too cool he's getting into that age so yeah yeah so i just he's feeling a little like uncomfortable so i'm like all right dude so i pick him up i put him on my shoulders and i'm like Let's go on a run and you know and he's just like up there going like geez my dad's crazy man One thing we were talking about is is um is I I I would after I I put him down or whatever and I was looking at my 14-year-old. Now my 14-year-old has been going to the gym with me every single day for the past like 8 months, 7 days a week in the mornings. He was doing wrestling and and uh, he he goes, "Dad, I don't want to wrestle." I go, "Well, why not?" He's like, "It's hard." I go, "Well, that's the point." He's like, "I just don't like it." I go, "I don't think anyone likes wrestling." Yeah, it's, yeah. The whole point is it sucks. 
but he's like, he kept trying to get out of it, get out of it. I go, you're going to finish the season if you started it, man. Yeah. Then he, he came to me and he's like, hey, dad, I'll tell you what, I'll go to the gym with you every morning if I can not wrestle. I go, every morning? He's like, seven days a week. I go, you'll never complain. You'll just go every single day for the rest of your high school career. He's like, yes. I was like, that's a deal, bro. Yeah. So, so he's followed through and he's gotten up every day and and then he started playing water polo and he's doing swimming. So now he's like up at like 5 a.m. at the gym with me before school. Then he goes to swimming after school. Then he does club water polo three days a week. Dang. And his attitude has changed completely. He went from being kind of a little bit of a bitchy teenager. Yeah. That phase to coming out of it. Now he's becoming a man. But he's been watching me for so long now that he's like yeah. starting to see himself as an adult and a man. And he's like, wow, my dad's actually got some things I want, you know? Yeah. So we're that switch. And um, I was just talking to him while while we're doing these, doing our squat thrusts. And uh, I walk up to him and I there, there was some music playing. I can't remember. It was like a Rocky song that turned into like, <laughs> it turned into like Eminem. It was like a mix yeah. of Rocky and Eminem. And I was feeling this, man. I was like, my hair was standing on end. I was looking at my family. I was just like, God, beautiful moment. You know, just suffering together and like watching them just push through and just seeing what they're going to do in their life because of the power that they have in this moment. And I go to my son, I go, do you feel this? Like, can you feel this? He's like, what? I go, right, right at the top of your stomach, going into your heart, this fire, this unstoppable fire. And he's like, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't think so. I go, all right, I want you to picture this. You know how you've been showing up every day with me going to the gym every day, then going and getting good grades at school and after school going and swimming and then after swimming, going to water polo, no matter how yeah. tired you are, you just keep doing it. This 24 hours represents what you already are. Do you see that? You already are this. This is how you live. And yeah. I watched him, I watched his face light up and I watched him recognize the fire that he already had. He didn't know it was there, but he, yeah. he saw it. And I was mm. like, that's it. That's yeah. the fire I'm talking about. Yeah. Now, so a lot of you have the fire. You just haven't seen it. You don't recognize it. A lot of you have to light the fire and the fire that you need to light comes from commitment and action. If you're talking about it or half-assing it or making excuses, that fire's not going to be bright enough to feel. In order to feel it, you got to do the shit you need to do, and then you got to recognize it. Usually recognizing it, being around other savages that can point it out to you, and you'll be like, ah, I see it. Now, how do you keep it? Your commitment has to be for life. That's the difference. You can't be doing this for a short time or until yeah. until this trip, uh, you know, when we go on vacation, I'm going to get lean for this vacation, or, man, I'm really going to hunker down and work on this business till this time, yeah. or- you know, for two weeks, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna show up for my wife different every day. Every non-negotiable that you make, you have to commit for life. This is what I do now. This is who I am. I will never yeah. stop. So when you commit to your workout program, it's like I'm going to wake up at this time every day. I will be in the gym at this time every day, and this is what I will eat for the rest of my life. I'm not saying you have to have like a meal plan or whatever, but you have to have a system yeah. in place that you're committed yeah. to, to keep you physically in that place. Uh, I will never lose this level of fitness that I'm at ever. I will never do that. I will go to the death being in elite physique. 
Mm-hmm. I already know that. Yeah. Because I've, I've dedicated myself to what it takes, you know? And the same thing with with building uh, superhuman fathers. Like, I will do whatever it takes every day for this to continue to grow. Yeah. Whatever it takes. Mm-hmm. Once you have that attitude, now the fire will stay lit. Yeah. like the way you you brought it into part of keeping your fire lit i think as a man is you also think of what am i bringing to the next generation you know what am i doing to fire them up i think your answer is better than mine because that's really what it comes down to in fact my little brother ryan who runs superhuman fathers with me Mm -hmm. he was he was struggling a couple years ago he had put some pounds on kind of depressed he was losing purpose and he really glommed onto what I was doing. And I was talking to him years later, like what really got you to make this move? He goes, I realized it wasn't about me and that he he noticed as he changed and transformed others followed him, not because of what he had done, but because of who he was today. Yeah. And so, so a normal guy can make massive changes and, and then watch around him as his circle these individual souls yeah. start to change for their own families. Yeah. And then he watched them influence their people. And so now he's like, what if I never changed? If I never changed, then already hundreds of men would still be stuck in this depressed darkness. Yeah. And he that's when he really freaked out and was like, okay, I'm going all in on this because the m- amount of impact that a normal guy can have when he decides to be much more than average yeah. is incredible. And we see it over and over again with our men. Yeah. Well, and I think you look, well, just look at society. As we've lost manhood, have we, as we've lost dads being home, I mean, where's society going? It's not getting better, you know? Yeah. And, and I think the world is ready for men to step up again. But the problem is a lot of guys just don't know where to even start. Yeah. You know, and uh, so let me ask this. If, you know, we got guys in the audience, they're listening, they're saying, okay, I want to do this. What would you say would be a good first way to start? Or how do you start your men and uh, superhuman fathers? What what kind of things do y'all do to get them going and get them moving in the right direction? Well, number one, you got to get to an accountability group. So like yeah. you have to sign up for accountability or coaching of some sort, or you'll hold yourself back. Simple as that. Um, I, I spent a lot of years trying to do this all myself. And then when I finally reached out to coaches and groups that were way far ahead of me, I excelled massively, Yeah, you know, in, in my marriage, in my fatherhood, in my own fitness, in my bank account, all of it, yeah. all of it, you know, what, find somebody who has what you want and have them teach you how to get there faster. Simple yeah. as that. And you, you will become who you surround yourself with. So mm-hmm. That's number one. Now, when you're there, like if you come to us, I'm going to simplify everything. Wake up time, nutrition, workouts. That's where we start. But Kyle, I, I just wanted mindset training. Yes, exactly. That is my that is your mindset training right there. Yeah. Because everything bleeds over. If, if you can't get up in the morning, you have a weak mindset. If you can't control what you eat, you have a weak mindset. If you can't push through hard workouts, you have a weak mindset. So we're going to work on your mindset through those three things. Yeah. Well, and a lot of people don't understand that 
They say, I can't get up in the morning. Well, it, it all really depends on when you go to bed. Uh, yeah. When are you going yeah. to bed? What, what are you doing to get the sleep you need so you can wake up refreshed and ready to go? That's a huge piece of discipline because, I mean, people freak out because um, like like one of my OG coaches, um, Wes Watson, he gets up at 245. And so at some point I was like, I'm up with you, bro. Let's do this. But you got to be disciplined with your – if you're going to do something crazy like that, you got to be disciplined with the time you go to sleep. And then you got to yep. make your sleep potent, yep. super potent. Like – so th there's planning that goes into that. You know, people say, I'm not a morning person. Well, it's just because you sleep in. Like, yeah. if you were to get up early and stay up late and get up early and stay up late and get up early and stay up late, you're going to start falling asleep earlier. Yeah. Then once <laughs> you do that, now you can start optimizing your sleep. Yeah. By, like, making sure you're in bed at a certain time, that your head's clear, that yeah. it's dark, you know? People are like, well, Kyle, you know, I got kids. <laughs> I got five. So, yeah. yeah. So there's a second caveat to this. It's called just get the fuck up yeah. regardless, right? I was a fireman for – I'm still a fireman. I'm just on leave. But for 15 years, you know, like I'm used to not sleeping and having to get up. Yeah, It's called just doing what you got to do. But, Kyle, sleep's good for you. I get it. We do what we can to optimize that. But sometimes you just got to get the fuck up. That's just – there's no other yeah. option because you have non-negotiables that you have to do. And you got to do some hard shit. And your day is going to be long and you're going to be tired. But guess what? You can get really good at being extremely effective while you're tired. Well, and, and it's like we're men. Give us a challenge. Why back off from a challenge? You know, when my kids were young, morning time became the only time you could work out. Yeah. So for yeah. me, it was get up and go work out because there's no other time. Yeah, that's it. It's either that or don't work out. Yeah, because otherwise you're stealing time from them later on. Yeah, yeah. And and you're stealing time from your wife, your kids, and, and all that. And yeah, yeah, I think it brings it into play. So I, I think that's really good. I, I want to know this before we close out. What superhuman fathers, what kind of brought that about as far as you started helping other guys and having a program for them. What got you into that world? Well, one, I've always done that since day one. Since I was a kid, I've always had this drive to just give value to other people, you know? Yeah. And as I learned things, I've always taught things. And then as I taught them, I was just more obsessed with learning and a lot of like life philosophy and ideals and like what really helps myself and, and then, sharing that with other people. So when I got into the firehouse, I was learning, 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 learning. And I kind of kept my mouth shut for a long time until I realized it wasn't just the job that these men needed skills in the job. They needed life skills. They needed marriage skills. They needed skills to get rid of their addictions. They needed skills to keep their body fit and their mind fit. They needed skills to self-talk, to create new stories in their head so that they can actually enjoy the beautiful life that surrounds them. All things that I had learned through my process. And when I started to share those, um, I watched some of my best friends' lives change mm -hmm. and uh, their bodies and their minds and their families. And I just loved that so much. Um, and just by doing it, people reached out, more people reached out. And luckily, I was surrounded by a lot of people that were really smart with coaching yeah. and business because I've, I've always sought out 
coaches and they were the ones who told me like, Hey, you, you need to build this now as a structured business yeah. and you'll be able to have a hundred times the impact than you are now. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, now we're in a position where we've been in business for two years. We have over 450 men, um, did over, did over a million dollars last year in revenue. Like I'm a fireman, dude. Like, yeah, <laughs> it just yeah. came from, from just straight grit grind and, yeah. and love. Well, and I love that it started with you just saying, okay, responsibility starts here. Yeah. You know, you didn't do it thinking, okay, I'm going to build a business. I'm going to do this. You're like, I just got to get my stuff together. Yeah. Yeah. First was like, like I knew I had something special to give. Yeah. And, and then I just, you know, I was, I was doing it very consistently for 10 years before I even made a dollar. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's it. When it was time, it was like, I was ready and I, I had the value to give, you know? Mm-hmm. So and now yeah. like, like you see our transformations, it's like, it's mind blowing what we're doing here. Yeah. Yeah. And how it's helping men. So, yeah, like, so yeah, go ahead. No, I was just saying like the physical transformations, what everybody sees, those are insane. They look fake. I get hit up every day. They're like, what steroids do I have to take to do this? I'm like, Dude, <laughs> we will teach you to be such a savage that like you will love what it takes to be this disciplined. Yeah. Like, you know, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I bet, I bet you get that. And that's the whole thing is I think we've, there's this cynical culture out there among men now that, Oh, I can't really do it. So they, they justified their lack of action by kind of cynically making fun or making comments about other people. All day. I get it yeah. all day. Yeah. And then in my head, I'm just like, dude, if you had any idea of the life I live right now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and to me, it's sad for them because dude, you could have a great marriage instead of four marriages. You could have kids who really love you and want to be with you instead of kids who hate you and never come around you. You can yeah. have these things. Yeah, but there's just a, so much negative vibration coming off them that they're just surrounded by just hate and negativity. It's just, yeah, it's insane. You know, the other comments I get all the time are like, if you really cared about people, you would do this for free. I'm like, motherfucker, you don't see me up at 245 every morning making content for you for free for three fucking hours every day. And the 90% of the time I'm on the phone with people that will never pay me. And if you yeah. would just come at me with some respect and if you're yeah. broke, I'll help you with whatever you need, motherfucker. Because you're so goddamn negative now. You now now you're gonna talk block yourself again from somebody yeah. who very happily help you. Yeah. Well, and, and I mean, reality is you pay attention to what you pay for, and you know I think guys understand sacrifice is needed to get to something, and you know sometimes you got to pay. When I when I went into recovery uh, back in the the '90s, I had to go you know admit my porn addiction, go get help. Those things cost me money money I didn't have. But you know yeah. what? I got the money. I went. And as I paid for it, guess who listened really, really good. So I yep. didn't have to pay again. Dude, I always say be, you know, be, be the person you're selling to your best client. So yeah, I'm $300,000 deep in the last two years in my own personal development. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like when people are like, you're, you, know, you should do this for free. It's like, bro, I've done it for free. And if I do yeah. it for free, you ain't going to follow through. You need to be yeah. 
needs to be a contract between coach and client where you're both dedicated to each other based on a, a signed contract, uh, a dedicated exchange of some sort of value. Otherwise, it doesn't work. Just, I'm the same way. Like, I have to contract that with my coaches. Like, yeah. otherwise, what? why would they follow up with me? Yeah. So if, yeah. I, don't, if I don't follow through, they're going to be like, well, I guess he doesn't want it that bad. But if I paid him, now they're like, well, he paid me to follow up with him. So now yeah. I need to follow up with him. I got to follow up. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just a bother. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's true. It's true. So uh, where can guys find out more about Superhuman Fathers? Where can they get information for you and what you do? Yeah, the Instagram is probably the best spot to just see me, my family, who I am. Okay. Um, you know, I'm a little nuts. So you definitely want to, like, get to know me a little bit and make sure yeah. that this is right for you because we're very different. Yeah. And if you want to be different, I, I think that's the way to be. I don't want to be average. Um, yeah. And and just listening to me and my stuff, you'll know. Um, and then superhumanfathers.com, you can hop in there and uh, you can uh, book an appointment with myself or the team to see uh, if you want to join the brotherhood. You can also hit the link on my Instagram and that'll, that'll send you directly to me. Okay. Okay. And I'll put all those links in the show notes for everybody so they can go straight to it from there. So Kyle, cool. man, I've enjoyed this. This has been a blast. Thanks for being on the Confident Man Podcast. Thanks for taking care and helping men be better. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this conversation we had with Kyle. It was a great interview. Kyle came with a lot of passion and energy. If you want to know more about Kyle or just see some of his stuff, you can search at Superhuman Fathers on Instagram, on YouTube. He's got lots of material out there for you. If you want to know more about Superhuman Fathers, just go to superhumanfathers.com. That's their website, and it'll tell you all about their program. Kyle gives a lot of stuff away. He really helps men all across this nation. Kyle does this because he has a passion for men. He wants to see men be the leaders and be the ones who can transform society. So check Kyle's stuff out, and thanks for being a confident man. You've been listening to the Confident Man Podcast. Click subscribe so you don't miss a future episode. You can connect with David on Facebook and Instagram at David the Maxwell. Find resources to help you as a man at theconfidentman.me. That's theconfidentman.me.